previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Wait, wait can I say something? Uh-oh. First off, uh, I've never played word association games Period. before. Yeah. I know like psychologists and psychiatrists do that to figure out if you're a serial killer, <laughs> which I still think you are. Right, we're getting we're getting there. We're getting there. Don't 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 jump ahead of I mean, yourself. You might be the Unabomber's offspring. It's episode 18. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, not, we're not going crazy. there. Next yeah, <laughs> it's episode 18 of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts, uh, plural, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it's Mira and Jason Calton, a couple I have been trying to track down for months, and finally got them. And then uh, you're really going to enjoy that conversation we have with them, that it's another Hilarious edition. Oh, you know what? No, it's not hilarious. We're just going to say it, it, it's an addition. A possibly mildly entertaining <laughs> version. Addition. Of the Humans Being Human segment with a couple of new poop in your pants stories. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. How are you, Rick? Good day, Mark. How are you? I'm great. And always, I love the Anna Vicino Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. It really does like make us feel like professionals. <laughs> sort even of though professionals. we just are basically two nerds like <laughs> you know, talking. Yes. It's yeah, pretty great. The fact that there is like such a thing as a computer and this beginner podcast setup that I can you can <laughs> buy on Amazon and now all of a sudden, you know, we have this podcast and, and famous people will like email me back. <laughs> Hey, is this like better or worse than the setup that we had at the radio station when we were in Abilene when literally, and I cannot stress this enough to people, we would broadcast from a closet yep. and it was like a regular size, like a, like a coat closet. Yeah. Like there wasn't room, like my elbows were touching your elbows. And it, uh, we had no, we had no way to like pre-screen a caller and be like, uh, yeah, okay. this is uh, Bradley, you're on the air, please don't cuss. And like, yeah, because nor- normally like how that works, somebody calls into a call-in show and like the like one guy is kind of the host and one guy is kind of the co-host, but we kind of like, me and you and the other guy, George, it's, it was obviously it's George's show, we helped him, but like, you know, we would kind of all mix and mash, but like the secondary guy, like George was the main host and our job when we were working was to, you know, answer the phones but like normally a producer on a radio college, he'll like answer the phones like, hey, welcome to this show. What do you want to talk about? Hey, please don't swear and please don't talk about sex stuff. Yeah. And like put them on hold. But because we're in this like incredibly tiny coat closet, you'd have to answer the phone and whisper, uh, thanks for calling. What do you want? And you couldn't even ask what do you want to talk about because like please you hold. couldn't be quiet enough for the other microphone not to pick them up. Yeah, so if the person was just going to like, you know, rip, rip a picture of the Pope in half, you couldn't stop that from happening. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway but uh well, you know uh this is we're recording this on the 27th this show will come out on the 28th and then the next show will come out on february 7th and, and going along with the 7th 14th 21st and 28th of every month so that'll be on a friday uh and we have a lot of cool stuff lined up jonathan baylor abel james the fat burning man we got him uh on the schedule sometime in march um, I've I, just started listening to both of their podcasts, and I'm like, I cannot freaking wait. Yeah, so they're they're gonna be they're gonna be good. Um, so anyway, and, and also part of uh, the show today, it's it's a it's a rather long conversation, about a 40 minute conversation. Where we reference Weston A. Price, and Weston Price was a doctor back uh, many years ago uh, that uh, was a dentist actually that went around to all these sort of primitive cultures to see. To study them and see, okay, why are we having to take wisdom teeth out and have, and have need to do braces and all these things and and all these other tribes? That's not an issue. And so he really sort of looked at uh, primitive diets and ancestral primal diets and and was sort of the first scientifically to link um, sort of the degenerative diseases and how they're linked to the the foods of the the West, as in you know processed foods, sugars, uh, the the GMO grains, things like that. So, uh, hmm. so that's when we talk about Weston Price. That's uh, kind of who we're discussing. He has a great book. I mean, if you just put Weston Price in Amazon, there's the Weston A. Price Foundation, which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, really fascinating stuff. Um, so, anyway, that's that's the Weston Price deal. And there's one thing that I have to confess: I did not ask the Caltons what they enjoy about life, or one thing that they do to make life more enjoyable. I'm so ashamed. Let's make something up. Yeah. Right now, like uh, the thing that they enjoy about life is uh, flying kites. Yes, they are they are avid 
uh, kite flyers. They, they so if make... they're listening to this, uh, <laughs> hey guys, they're kind of on the hook for like uh, you know learning how to fly kites and stuff like that, so you, that it, we don't look like idiots. So and go they actually fly some kites. they make their own kites and fly them. So now not only do they have to learn how to fly kites, they're gonna have to learn how to make. You're like complicating their lives so exponentially, and now they're like, "Oh crap!" Now we have to like go to a kite making class, <laughs> then a kite flying class. Crap. Yeah. So the Caltons are doing stuff with Dave Asprey, who's the uh, a bulletproof executive guy, the upgraded self guy. Um, yeah. They're they do they do all sorts of projects with all these super famous people and speak at all the big conferences. So they're they're uh, uber famous, and it's crazy that that we got to talk to them. So before we get to there, uh, any other. Um, topics or anything you wanted to discuss actually some professional broadcasting here my son is trying to barge in the room hang on just like two seconds okay, hey, my, come here. say something Haley. hey say i'm hi. on the ver- i'm on the phone with an important phone conversation with a super important man right now can you go play in the playroom yeah. okay but then go to the bathroom. You don't Perfect. need permission. That was very random. Okay. Anyways, he, he's like was, uh, he's was like Jason making his podcast debut. He's here. like Brooks in uh, Shawshank Redemption. Uh, <laughs> permission hey, to go to the bathroom. Can boss? I go to the bathroom? <laughs> uh, you don't have to always ask. Just go. My daughter is actually in here as well, uh, eating some strawberries, dressed up like a ballerina. Uh, so. There's Are that. you also dressed up like a ballerina? She, you know, she likes to do what Daddy does. So when Daddy dresses like a ballerina, <laughs> she likes to follow suit. Not literally follow suit, because then she would be wearing a suit. <laughs> okay. Good one. It's Yeah, it's, there she is. Okay, so you know the drill. It's uh, simplyhumanlifestyle.com is the web address. There are links to the Facebook page and... A sparsely used YouTube channel. There, uh, you it will can... get. It will get used. Like I don't want to like constantly be like updating on the me trying new foods, but I'm gonna do that this week. I promise. Cool. And By I... Odin's Raven. I'm gonna do that this week. <laughs> and I'm actually gonna do a video on the sort of the candles and how we are non-artificial light the house after dinner with the girls. So I'll do that. Uh, and That's a great idea, style. dude. Because I haven't been in your house in like a million years, and so like I'd like to see this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's that, and there are also links to the Simply Human Kids page, which is just the uh, the tab on the website that basically looks at. You know, I think the last thing I put on there was okay, my kid's sick, now what? And sort of how Sprite is not the ultimate healer that we grew up thinking that it was. Like you're Dude, sick, that was drink such a, Sprite. Such a random thing. I thought that was just my family. Like <laughs> that's yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, eat popsicles and Sprite. That will make you well. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at simplyhuman52, and then you can email me simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. So please. And now you can you, you can email me yes. now too because I'm the 21st century simplyhumanrick at gmail.com, and uh, I swear I promise if you email me, it's not like how Abel James says like if you email me, I can't guarantee I'll get back to you, but I'll read your email. I, I promise. Within I within the you. hour, you will get a response. <laughs> Yeah, so Simply Human Rick, all smashed together, no underscores or nothing. Simply Human Rick at gmail.com. Okay, very good. And please go on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. I think there are two reviews on iTunes. One of them is a good buddy of mine who sort of just threw me a bone as soon as I launched on iTunes, and the other one is you. So, yeah, before uh, I started like before I started <laughs> on the show, it's me. So, so please, there you go. I know if there's other people listening and you're so inclined and you think about it, I, I think that's the way the iTunes ranks stuff. So that in, in order for us to be ranked higher than shows that haven't updated in ten years, let us, you know, you know, even if it's a one star review that says please never listen to this, any publicity publicity is good publicity. So. Anyway, without further ado, our conversation with Jason and Mira Calton, where we talk about osteoporosis, the importance of micronutrients, bad multivitamins, a great multivitamin, a coupon code, hey, a coupon code for our listeners, how the Caltons are like the late, great Weston A. Price, and the universal truth of nutrition. Here we go. Joining me today on the Simply Human podcast, I am just thrilled uh, we were going to have uh, the, this couple on a few months ago and we just had some technical difficulty scheduling stuff, but Mira and Jason Calton are among the world's leading experts on the topics of weight management, lifestyle medicine, and micronutrient deficiency. 
their high success rate working with adults and children to achieve sustainable weight loss and reverse health and disease conditions has made their consultancy highly sought after by celebrities, athletes, top corporate executives around the world. It is their belief that becoming micronutrient sufficient is the first step towards preventing and reversing many of today's most prevalent health conditions and diseases. I stole that from your website. Welcome, Mira and Jason. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you. much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Awesome. And I, I did count between the two of you, you have 53 letters after your, your collective names. Very impressive. <laughs> no We're one, a little letter heavy yeah. there, it looks like. No one, so. no one has probably ever counted that for you. Or maybe you have. And just no, for the I've record. I've never done that. I know I haven't. <laughs> Jason has uh, 32 and Mira, you have 21. So just oh, throwing it good. out there. I, 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 that makes me a little bit more normal. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> the closer you are to zero, yeah. None of those letters mean anything, by the way. They're just all, you know, the number one thing that actually got us to, to, to be, you know, uh, experts in this field is just is, is life, life experience. Right. That's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely practitioners. So um, if y'all could just kind of start with, I know, Mira, you have a really interesting sort of how you got into all this. So, you know, sort of starting from a, a debilitating disease and then sort of sort of take us through the Cliff's Notes version of, of y'all. Sure. Um, you know, I was like a lot of people, I was living in my 20s in a city having, thinking everything like life rocked, you know, everything, everything was perfect in, in my, in my ideas at that point. I was going out, I had a great job, I started my own PR company and I just wasn't paying attention to my health because, you know, at that age you don't think you have to. Um, like so many people out there, it started to, you know, not feeling so great. I wasn't sleeping well because my back ached. And then I just like blamed that on, you know, wearing stilettos too much for my job and being out too late. And I was saying, oh, I'm not, I'm just getting really tired because I'm out too much. And so I started not paying attention to the, all the signals my body was trying to give me until, of course, it got too late. And by the time it got too late, I was literally bedridden. And I decided I finally had to go to the doctor to see why my body was in so much pain, specifically my back, hips, and, and legs. And by the time I went to the doctor, it was my 30th birthday, and I went to see him and he did a bunch of tests. And then he sat me down afterwards and he's like, I don't know how to tell you this, but you have the bone density of an 80-year-old, you have advanced osteoporosis, and life is not going to get any better. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's thanks. really shocking. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the fantastic you know, enthusiasm about where I'm going to go in my life. Entering a new decade. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'm not that old. <laughs> and everyone feels old on their 30th birthday until, of course, they get 40. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. And he basically said, you know, the only thing I can tell you is that you should get on all these prescription medications and that these medications have a lot of side effects. And you should look at calcium because calcium is required for strong bones. That was the basic gist of the information I was given. I started, went home, you know, sunk my head into my sofa and cried for a few days. And then I started doing some research about the medications that they had told me to take. And they, first of all, I, this, the list of side effects was so long that <laughs> compared to the pain and the fact that I just couldn't walk, it almost seemed worse to get the side effects. Uh, one of them was not being able to have children. At the age of 30, that was not a choice I was willing to make. Um, and then basically, you know, when you take bone-building medications, you can never build bones back naturally. So I decided I wanted to do it in a natural way first. I wanted to see if I could. And I started in the only place that they told me to start, which was calcium. I had to leave, leave, my, um, leave New York City. I had to move in with my sister so she could take care of me. And that's where my research began, which is really, you know what, take calcium and calcium led to magnesium, and I started to feel a little bit better. But I knew I didn't have the answers, and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. So I sought out to find somebody who was a lot smarter than me or had a lot of more background in nutrition than I did at that point. And we worked for two years uh, full-time on reversing it through supplementation, a proper diet, and weight-bearing activities and changing my lifestyle habits. Who was, the, who was the expert that you, uh, that you were consulting he's with? He's really cute. Uh, it was Dr. Calm. <laughs> uh, at that time, we just yeah, you know, I came to him as a patient, as a client. We started working on it, and in two years, we reversed my bone density and got married shortly after we found out I was healthy. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he wanted to make sure you were healthy before he married you, right? Is that what? Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. That's funny. I actually, I actually have a, a sort of a funny thirtieth birthday. Well, see, hold on. So if that was on your thirtieth birthday, so all this happened like what, like two or three weeks ago? Is that? 
Um, yeah, Two that's fantastic. Ago. Okay, Thanks. yesterday. Yeah, it's all happened. <laughs> so you've done so much in one day. It's unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> completely honest about the fact that I'm in my mid-40s now. I like that fact. I don't... Because you, you look know, like you're one day after your 30th birthday, so that well, you can say, yeah. You. I will take that. But just to let people know, I have been, you know, absolutely osteoporosis, osteopenia-free since that time, which is now going on... Over 10 years? Yeah, about 10 years. About 10 years. So my 30th birthday, I had I kept my hair like bald, like razor bald and shaved face for like four or five years because I was in endurance stuff. And so that was just faster, you know, uh, swimming and everything, just not have any hair. And yep. so on my 30th birthday, I was out at a restaurant and someone came up to me and was like, oh, hi, you know, Robert, how are you? And I kind of looked back at him like, I'm uh, not, I'm not Robert, you know? And she said, oh, and she could have just said sorry and walked off. She said... I'm sorry you look like my friend who just got done with chemotherapy. Oh, no. And, I, and it's kind of the same thing. I was like, okay, new decade. I was like all excited. I'm 30. I'm, I feel great, <laughs> but I look like I'm dying. So perfect. So then, oh. like now, I'm you know two, two and a half years later, I've grown my hair kind of out and I have this beard. And yeah. our, I, I work at a university, and our you know, it's a Division One university, and our quarterback has sort of hair like mine and a beard. And I was in the, our weight room one day with my head down stretching, and one of the football players came up to me and, and mistook me for the, the starting quarterback. And so that I was, was like, I've, I've come a long way from a cancer patient to like the coolest kid in school. So yeah, no, that's yeah. awesome. So we age well. Right. That's the important thing. Yeah, just grow your hair out. So, all right, well, cool. Well, that's, um, it's a great story. And I know a lot of people that I talk to in this industry and, and, you know, sort of myself included in this is like, we're led down this path to try to help people because of something that happened to us. And, uh, and that you definitely, uh, have a great story to tell. So y'all have books, Naked Calories and Rich Food, Poor Food. I'll link to y'all's uh, website in the in the show notes. But just tell me a little bit about sort of what you guys got going on, the institute, and and but don't don't mention the uh, the project yet, the uh, the hundred country trip because I want to talk about that. But what what else you got going on? The nutrients, sort of everything in a nutshell. Okay, well, I mean, so our first book was Naked Calories, although we've re-released it in soft cover just recently, so some people might think that it's a new book. Um, it was our first foundational principle uh, kind of philosophy book talking about um, how we believe that micronutrient sufficiency, as you mentioned kind of in our introduction, that micronutrient sufficiency is the foundation of optimal health. It should be the very first thing that we start to look at when we're trying to create that healthy lifestyle for ourselves. Even before kind of coming up with your dietary philosophy, we, we look at that kind of as, a, as the cart after the horse. The first thing we should really be thinking about is let's make sure all the essential things are are being taken care of so that our bodies can function well and then we can come up with you know how we like to eat and whatever philosophy afterwards so that's why we wrote naked calories first it gives you all the information about how it is that what a micronutrient is why we're so deficient in this country from you know the soil to what the FD, what the you know USDA statistics are and most importantly probably a three-step a very easy to follow three-step program so that you can become sufficient um, after we wrote that and people started to follow the concepts, people wanted to say, well, you know, this is great, but where do I find, you know, everyday foods for my family that will help me to become micronutrient sufficient? So we wrote Rich Food, Poor Food, which is our grocery store. We call it a GPS or a grocery purchasing system. Goes down every aisle in every, you know, in the grocery store really shows you, you know, if I'm in the milk section, how do I find the most micronutrient dense milk or cheese? Or what about eggs? Or, you know, is there a macaroni and cheese that my kid can still eat? Or what about the ice cream my, my husband or wife always tells me to pick up when I'm at the store? Is there one that fits into a micronutrient sufficient lifestyle? So we do that for you. And it's kind of a healthier version of an eat this, not that. And we'll make an announcement now real quick and then you can continue. Um, one thing is that we're going to be doing an app on this. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so that we're really excited about that, that, you know, it's, it's been long enough now that people keep asking us and we <laughs> haven't done it yet. Right. So, yes, we are going to do it. We're going to put it all into an app. It'll be really easy to point and shoot in the grocery store. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, so that's the second book. And we actually recommend that people read the books in the order of Naked Calories First, then Rich Food, Poor Food. Um, you did mention we do have um, the Carlton Institute of Lifestyle Medicine. Uh, we created that institute really more for licensed and certified health professionals, medical and nutrition and fitness and wellness, so that they'd have a place to go um, where they could take a course that we offer online where they could learn how to become a micronutrient specialist. So it's called a Certified Micronutrient Specialist or a CMS. And it really just allows them to kind of 
just broaden their already um, established, you know, um, education in health or wellness so that they could talk to their clients and really help them to understand why micronutrients are so important. And, you know, if they're dealing with food cravings, they can relate that back to which micronutrients or their headaches or their poor sleep patterns or even more advanced um, conditions such as, you know, uh, hypertension or, or osteoporosis, like what Mira was dealing with. So that's really a course for the health professionals. Um, We're going to add something else to that, uh, the Colton Institute soon, which will be uh, because my background was public relations uh, and because we get a ton of media and everyone keeps asking us how we do it, we're actually going to start teaching class for the health professionals also on how to get media. Cool. Uh, because I think that's one thing that, you know, we all, we know so many amazing people like yourself and so many amazing other podcasters out there that just aren't getting, you know, we wonder why sometimes we turn on the t- television and we keep seeing the same story from the same RDs <laughs> saying that we shouldn't eat fat and that uh, we shouldn't eat this. Drives me so, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, so we want to we want to put something out there that we can train health professionals that are like minded to get into the press to teach them how they can you know get the voice out and get the real answers out there to the people. Well, I, I was watching. Uh, well, I guess what is it, the doctors or something with the uh-huh. former bachelor guy, and they were like talking about night nighttime snacks for kids, and they were like, "Don't eat, don't do milk and cookies. Do do these dense." Um, uh, powerfully you know dense foods before night and they like pulled out the thing and it was like crackers and bread and uh <laughs> tropical fruit and i was like ah like they're just like people just still don't get it so right anyway, and that's why we you know it'd be so nice to t- tune on and see other people besides us you know talking about snacks that we can really stand behind so we're really excited to get that out to everyone also cool very awesome um and then talk tell me about the the nutrients uh deal yeah so that's this is, this is really our baby, yeah. And, and for us, we have a kind of an unusual philosophy, you know, maybe, I, I guess. We, we don't want to create, first of all, we never started off to create nutrients, which is which is our multivitamin. This was kind of something that um, was born out of necessity so that because we were trying to figure out how we could get Mira to absorb those vital, you know, vitamins and minerals that she needed to reverse her osteoporosis. And, you know, taking just a regular multivitamin, didn't work because you know there was there's basically four major flaws with with multivitamins and so if we can't if we can't patent something if we can't bring something new to the table really in supplemental science we don't want to come out with a product i would rather just promote somebody who's doing it right but if we can't find what we're looking for then we want to take the you know then we want to really evaluate it and we and we do want to come out with a product so that people can can benefit from it and so nutrients is our patented formula. Really, you know, uh, we're really the only people in the United States that have a patent on a multivitamin. There are patents on time-release capsules and on, um, you know, time-release mechanisms, like they could coat the, uh, their, their pills, you know, with different, different coatings so that they'll, you know, hopefully release different micronutrients at different parts of the, uh, its travels through the gastrointestinal tract. But in the, on the actual formulation, this is something that's really never been done. So let's talk about that for a little bit. So there's basically four, or we identified four major flaws um, in multivitamins not allowing people to absorb the vital micronutrients that they need. So we call them the ABCs of optimal supplementation guidelines. And, you know, we're just going to give you just a really short version of it here. But if people do want to learn a little bit more, they can go to abcsofsupplementation.com. That's ABCs of supplementation.com. And there's four there's three free videos there which are actually like 15 minutes each so there's a lot of information there that we've created uh, so that people can really understand it. And just right. real quick for clarification for the listeners nutrients is spelled n u t r i e n c e, right? No, no no. Nope. Wait, I missed did I mess it up? N u t r e i Okay. Yes, that makes more sense. So, and I and I'll I'll put it in the show notes and like cuz when I first heard you guys it, it, it it's kind of I see I made that mistake I switched the I and the E and then I could never I couldn't find the all online and for a second and then <laughs> so then when I put it in I did it wrong so yeah so we'll I'll have the correct spelling and the link and everything to to the okay so back to the ABC sorry no that's, no, that's fine that's, yeah and absolutely and you can always find it at coltonnutrition.com that's c a l t o n nutrition.com so all right so the ABCs are basically real simple so absorption is a right absorption if you can't absorb the micronutrients you know if you can't absorb the you know the vitamins and minerals from your multivitamin pill well you know that's why most medical and, and nutrition professionals say hey you know what you end up 
80% of it goes right down the toilet. Um, there was a research study done not too long ago where they took 100 multivitamins right off the shelf, different, different brands, and 51% of them didn't even disintegrate. So, you know, <laughs> oh there's a story in the book we call The Scoop on the Poop. Uh, you can read it. It really talks about, you know, a, a person that we knew personally who had a septic tank backup, and they were backed up because of thousands of vitamin pills that did not disintegrate. And they still said the brand name right on the pills. That's how little they disintegrate. <laughs> oh, like, no. <laughs> they could read that. That's pretty scary. Oh, yeah. Is. So, you know, for us, if, you know, we wanted to, to, to take out that, possibility of non-disintegration so we use a powder formulation with nutrients so absorption also talks about the fact that a lot of the ingredients make it so you can't absorb it such as magnesium stearate which they use as an excipient which actually blocks the absorption of certain micronutrients <laughs> um, sugar so many products put in sugar these days another micronutrient depleter right. artificial colors preservatives there's so much junk in the molecule today right. that we really just said okay we're going to make sure that there's nothing in our product that does not have to be in the product yeah yeah no extra excipients fillers binders colors nothing like that yeah yeah wait so there's not soy lecithin in your uh in your multivitamin <laughs> that's in there's everything there's not soy lecithin and there's not even you know even non-gmo soy lecithin we don't want soy in there at all right. no so yeah no no and that there's not sunflower lecithin either in fact like mira said we've just we've made it so literally it's just the micronutrients natural non-gmo based flavors you really got to think about what that those flavor bases are on right. non-gmo citric acid when right. people are thinking about citric acid most of it comes from corn these days people not citrus right not so really we have orange. to make sure that and we're also using just pure rabe stevia all natural not mixed with dextrose or maltodextrin like you see in the grocery stores so we really i mean we 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 put ourselves through the ringer when we were making oh, yeah. this we wanted to make sure it could stand <laughs> up to the to the toughest scrutiny. Well, like the coffee that I drink was was is produced by you know Dave Asprey, who yeah. wanted this coffee that he couldn't find anywhere, so he just made it for himself. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like I'm all for products that people are made like to use themselves. Like if you're that passionate about it, you know it's going to be a good product. And even if it's a little bit more expensive, like I spend, you know, I I drink. Dave Asprey coffee every morning, upgraded self coffee, and it's a little bit more expensive than Folgers, but I'm actually getting some nutrition out of that instead of just all these mycotoxins and, and mold and everything that's in those other in the, in the stuff. You get you get what you pay for, basically. Absolutely, and Dave actually has endorsed our product beyond belief. Has <laughs> the fact that now, I mean, he's you know he's you know doing his bio testing, hacking on it, and all of his people are writing us these amazingly funny. <laughs> Uh, emails about biohacking with nutrients. So it's been a lot of fun. Cool. Um, yeah, so we've seen some amazing results with it. Well, he and, and actually, Dave, you brought Dave up, and of course, you know, we love Dave, and we Just love his, 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 his Bulletproof Coffee. Um, you can use, by the way, we've got a new formulation of nutrients coming out at the end of next month, a chocolate vanilla flavor that's great in Bulletproof Coffee. Oh, man. When you make Bulletproof Coffee into iced coffee. Ooh. So you can use your nutrients right in the coffee. Awesome. Um but he was one of the people who actually started. We actually changed the formulation for nutrients just recently, um, when, and, and that actually is for B for beneficial quantities and forms of the specific micronutrients. So when we first started to make nutrients, we did use um, synthetic folic acid, and this is because synthetic folic acid has been used in prenatal vitamins and in multivitamins just for years and years and years. And you know, medical doctors recommend it, and it's so much more absorbable than regular folate from food, a hundred times more absorbable actually and that's what we were really looking for we wanted the most absorbable form of each one of the micronutrients and we handpicked them and then dave came up and he said jason have you heard about this new stuff 5 mthf you know it's a it's a form of folate there's some people who have a genetic you know flaw they can't they can't convert folic acid but, into folate but at the time he came to us he also didn't realize that it wasn't yet um, approved in the U.S. in supplements, nor was it approved in the EU for supplements. We're like, Dave, we know. Okay, we, we read the study, understand that, but we have a huge customer base over in Europe, right. and we can't really cut off our, you know, cut off our nose to whatever. Right. So we basically had to just say, okay, when it, once it gets approved, we'll look at it again. So it was approved. And we have converted now when we're no longer using folic acid, we're now using 5-MTHF. So very absorbable, for the, especially for the people who don't have the gene to convert folic acid. Um, and this is just one of the things that we can do as a quote-unquote small supplement manufacturer as opposed to you know some of the big boys out there like Centrum and One A Day. We can... We 
we can update and switch our formulation almost on a dime comparatively. It would take them years to reformulate. We can reformulate within a matter of months. And so, and we'll always do that with nutrients. So we, you know, we're not afraid to say, hey, this is what we thought worked great, you know, here, but we're going to upgrade it when it becomes available. Yeah, vitamin E is another example. Um, all these studies started coming out about the tocotrienols being as important as the uh, tocopherols. So vitamin E has eight forms, and most things, most you know, multivitamins you look at only have DL, was it alpha? Yeah, tocopherol. They only include the one form, and they only include the synthetic form, which is poorly absorbed by the human body. So what we did is we actually have all eight forms in it now, cool. and we added that in this latest production, manufacturing um, production, because of the fact that so many new studies are coming out saying it's actually the tocotrienols, which have such unique and necessary functions in the body, and we just really wanted to upgrade it so that we had all of them in there. Yeah. So, of course, ben, like I said, B stands for beneficial forms and quantities. And we wanted to make sure that, again, this was a flaw that we found in most multivitamins. When you, you, know, you can go, you know, people listening now, go grab your multivitamin. I guarantee you, you don't have 600 milligrams of calcium in there. You don't have 400 milligrams of magnesium. You don't have 880 micrograms of vitamin K, including K1, MK7, and MK4, which are the two forms of vitamin K2, which are equally yes. important. In fact, really important because you're seeing a lot of different stuff out now saying, hey, we don't want to take calcium because of calcification of the arteries. Well, what? that's half the story. The other half of the story is the reason why you're getting calcification of the arteries is because none of the multivitamins contain vitamin K2, whose job it is to direct that calcium out of the artery and into the bone. So if that would have been present, we wouldn't have had the problem. And so again, they're going for beneficial you know, quantities of the things that we really, really need. So, Mark, um, as you can tell, we're really geek out yeah. on this stuff. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I was reading all about uh, how calcium and uh, you know in, into the uh, sarcoplasmic reticulum. Uh, okay, so, good. yeah, it's you're, not just us. Yeah, yeah, you're speaking my language. So good because we love. I mean, a lot of times people listen to these and they're like, "What the heck are the calls talking about?" <laughs> like they're just mentioning all these things and throwing them out there. And just so you know, this is a lot more. Um, discussed and a lot slow, more slowly discussed and made um, clear in that video series, which is free, abcsofsupplementation.com. And just real quick before we get to the uh, the project, what, like, how can we get it? Where can we get it? All that stuff. Nutrients? Yes. Well, we um, online at coltonnutrition.com. Just okay. go to coltonnutrition.com, C-A-L-T-O-N, nutrition.com. You'll see all kinds of information and there. And for your people, we're giving them a $10 off coupon. hey Yeah, everyone gets a $10 off coupon on their first order awesome. from you. Very good. And, then- <laughs> and it's going to be ten um, dollar sign 10 simply human awesome. all caps. And if they no just put that in the check I'm sorry? No spaces or anything. Dollar sign, one, zero, and then simply human, all one word. Yep. Exactly. Cool. And then look at $10 off their order. Hey, how about that, simply human listeners? You can e- become even more simply human with $10 <laughs> off. And then have $10 to go spend on grass-fed beef or something. <laughs> exactly. Cool. So I just want to go over one last thing with nutrients, and okay. then we'll go on to the project, yeah, because yeah. I, it's probably the most important thing. Um, so what makes us unique. So, yeah, so... Hey, we're a powder. Big deal. Well, that's it is a big deal to a certain extent, but not so difficult to do. You can't get a patent on that, can you? And we've got a lot of beneficial forms and quantities in the multivitamins, so that's good. Got to have those, but again, not really patentable. So, what is so unique about nutrients, and, and and what's the big deal about it? Well, that's really where the C and the S and the ABCs come in. C stands for micronutrient competition, and S stands for micronutrient synergy. So, here here here's how that goes. Vitamins and minerals compete for receptor sites in your gastrointestinal tract. Well, you know, this is kind of going to be a surprise for some people, maybe not for others. The, the real surprise is how, just how many of them compete. And so in a typical multivitamin that might contain about 30 different, 36 different micronutrients, you're going to get over 40 different competitions taking place within that multivitamin. So over 80% of their vitamins and minerals are vying for a receptor site. And it's kind of like, you know, we always say it's kind of like two candidates trying to vie for the Oval Office for president, right? You get two of them competing, they're out there, you know, campaigning, but only one is going to get in the office. It's the same thing for certain vitamins and minerals. 
And science has known about this for years. You can look at, you know, medical studies, and it's typically under, it's usually called, you know, micronutrient antagonists or antagonisms. We call them competitions just because it's easier to understand. Right. Um, but, so if you can imagine, if you're taking a multivitamin with over 80% of the vitamins and minerals competing for receptor sites, you're not absorbing much. So what we did in order to make, the, make our formulation very absorbable for Mira originally and for everybody now is we took a few years and we went through thousands of research studies and we looked for known micronutrient competitions. We didn't actually discover any of them. These were already discovered by other scientists in published and peer-reviewed studies. And we made sure that before we actually considered it an actual competition, we would find it in two different peer-reviewed studies by two different people. So it had to be, you know, two people had to come to the same conclusion uh, before we actually put it on our map. And we mapped these competitions out. And we made a formulation so that the AM formula is completely different than the PM formula. So you can absorb all of the micronutrients. And that's really what's so special about it. Wow. Yeah, I, think, I think that's why people are feeling such immediate results. Um, you know, I always say, like, in a, we've gotten the testimonials blow my mind. They're far better than I would have expected. Um, because I think it really is. It's the first time that anyone's creating something to really get it into your body. And so what you're saying basically is when you go to the bathroom, you're not going to look down and see a little package that says nutrients in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. It will not be bright yellow. Yeah. Everyone thinks that's a cool thing. Like, it turns yellow. I'm like, yeah. that just means it's wasted, people. Yeah, you know? yeah. not good. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, is that, is, I, I want to make sure we get to everything that y'all wanted to on the nutrients. Is that, does that absolutely. cover it? Yeah, absolutely. They awesome. can go on and watch those videos and, yeah. and that'll give them a lot more information on that if they're interested in that kind of detail cool. yeah awesome okay so moving on to the the project i'm jealous of you guys in the, in the sense that you know I, i've read about weston a price you know about six or seven years ago and about the studies that he done i'll link to his the weston a price foundation in the in the uh show notes if you don't know who that is or sort of what he did um but uh basically you guys are sort of the modern day weston a price uh uh, explorer, so to speak. Y'all went on a six-year trip to 100 countries on seven continents, studying the effects of modernization on lifestyle and nutrition habits. And so I, one of the things that I'm sort of uh, really studying right now is, you know, things that have happened over the last, you know, as new things get introduced, as, as modernity is becomes more and more modern, we get all these modern uh, diseases. And so sort of like what is, if you were in an elevator with somebody and they were like, Hey, what's, what did y'all learn from your six year trip to hundred countries on seven continents? Like what, what would, what would the, uh, I guess where the elevator speech be for y'all's uh, trip? Well, I mean, I think one of the major points that we make in the book is that we studied three different groups. We call them the remote, the semi-remote, and then the urban dwellers. And the thing is, what you're saying is the more primitive a group was, the less disease there was, and that we are causing most of today's diseases. We say that the most widespread and dangerous health condition of the 21st century is micronutrient deficiency, and that we're all in this global pandemic. And the problem with it is because we're not aware of this pandemic, that we're getting sicker and sicker over time. You know, we went to these very remote places where you know, they had never seen anyone who looked like us. And they had never had any of these modern illnesses, none of them. There was no cancer. There was no diabetes. They had no clue about obesity. And the reason was is they were living in a 100% natural state, eating what was available as it was available, getting the micro, most micronutrient-rich foods from their area, and then preparing them in the right ways. Right. And it was absolutely amazing because we'd go around and we went around twice throughout the, you know, the time period is some of the same exact places. And we got to see them like three years later. And we got to see what happened when the traders started coming in. And all of a sudden we saw big jars of, you know, margarine, right. as where, whereas there used to be coconut oil. Right. And we got to see all of a sudden, we got to see these same communities becoming sick. And we got to see how quickly it happened. And, you know, it's sad because... You know, we try to intervene in any ways that we can while we're traveling, you know, try to write down what things to not take and how it's going to affect them and all these things. Right. But, you know, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a very clear t 
to us that the modernization of our food processing system, the creation of GMOs, the bottling, ba you know, by bagging and all that stuff, and the traveling of your food and the trading over long, long distances is greatly hurt the human population in terms of health. Right, and I, I really think it's it's expanded into other domains like you know movement and how now you know you don't see any chairs in out in in the remote <laughs> villages and uh, I would have loved one sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, do you no have a recliner chairs, no, somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> no chairs, no beds in most places. Right. Just so you know, there's no beds either. And there's no artificial light. There's, you know, the, the, so, I mean, that, that affects sleep in the movement. Part of it affects just how we move and that. And it, so it's all kind of intertwined. Um, and, and I would, I would guess you wouldn't, you don't see a whole lot of people just totally stressed out about traffic and uh, <laughs> their jobs in those places too. So it's kind of that, that, that concept really, is a is a is a ubiquitous uh, uh, sort of theme across everything that we have sort of created around us. And would you guys agree with this? Like, uh, sort of the way I see it is like there's so many different. There's so much variation on h how you can achieve health. I mean, you've got you know some cultures that are very high carbohydrate and very low fat. Then you have some that are, and of course, that depends on what the carbohydrates are, which is you know, we'll, that we'll get into that if we need to, but then there's other places, you know, like the Eskimos that only eat meat and hardly eat any vegetation. And so, I mean, I think as far as like how to do it right, it's, it's so broad a spectrum that it can kind of be overwhelming. But if you, if you do look at the opposite of it and say, okay, what are, what are the things to avoid? That's a much, to me, it can be, it can be categorized into a much shorter list, like things that aren't found in nature. There you go. <laughs> Done. And so would you all agree with that, that that would be an easier way for people to think of it if they get overwhelmed with egg yolks are bad and now they're good and now milk is good and now it's bad and cheese is now, what, what do I eat? Just don't worry about what to eat as much as what to not eat. Yeah. I, here's, I, I, so I'll, I'll, I'll look at that, your statement from two different ways. So first and foremost, yes, we, we got two things out of the Colton Project. We got kind of what we consider to be that boiled down foundation of health, which, as Mira said, is micronutrient sufficiency um, being the foundation of health. And we got something else out of it, too, a dietary philosophy that we haven't really started to talk about yet, it's something we're going to be bringing out later on. We felt that it was really uh, a conversation to have after the micronutrient sufficiency conversation was had. Um, but I, yes, I will kind of, you know, preface that, 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 that happening by saying, Yes, there are a multitude of ways that you can achieve optimal health. We've seen firsthand many people from across the world eating very different, you know, different variations of carbs, fats, and proteins, all of which that were able to achieve optimal health with that variation. Um, having said that, I do think it's easier for people to understand instead of trying to figure out what dietary philosophy they want to follow, let's just boil it down to one universal truth. And, you know, I talk about this sometimes because I think it's, it's something that we don't think about enough in nutrition. Almost all scientific disciplines have a universal truth of some kind, except for nutrition. Right. Really, what's our universal truth? And it comes, you know, and, and we tried to say, we tried to come up with it. Is it, is it a plant-based diet is best? Well, not when you think about the Eskimos or, right. you know, or is it that low calorie is better? Well, there's some people who say eat more. And, and so, but what is the universal truth in nutrition? And, and we believe that it's this. That no matter what dietary philosophy you're following, you must be micronutrient sufficient or you will get a health condition or disease, meaning that you could be a poor. And if you're deficient in calcium, magnesium, vitamin K, and boron, you're going to get osteoporosis. Right. And that's the same micronutrients if you're deficient and you're a vegan, you're going to get osteoporosis. And what we mean is that no matter what your dietary philosophy is, you must be sufficient in the essential vitamins and minerals and essential fatty acids that your body needs or you will get a disease. Right. And, and that really is our universal truth. Yeah. And so that's why we started with that. And then we really believe that your dietary philosophy is a journey. I think that people need that journey. I think it's a healthy journey. I think it's okay to be eating a, a different way today than you're going to be than you ate 10 years ago and 10 years from now you might be eating in a different way. We think that that's Great. We think that you should go out and explore, and that's fun. And we shouldn't, you see know, see what suits you. Yeah, see right. what suits you. Don't be, you know, do we, we're not going to say that you're eating wrong. You're not eating and wrong. Stop fighting amongst yourselves yeah, about it. Yeah, that drives so, me crazy too. Yeah, it's so ridiculous that every single day I see a conversation where, even in the paleo community, even yeah. when it's, it's uh, already you're one community, people. <laughs> right. for, for, for one group to be yelling at another group because 
God forbid they decided, someone said that they decided to eat cheese. And they maybe they'll become primal. <laughs> yeah. Cavemen yeah, didn't eat cheese. How dare you? Yeah, it's, it's like, you know what? This is so crazy. The thing yeah. is, we have people we do need to fight. We need to fight big agriculture. Yes, we need to fight the big government. Farm. Yeah. You know, these are the people that we need to be fighting. And we need to bond together and just say, you know what? The one thing is... Be micronutrient sufficient. Don't let disease into your life. And stop eating the stuff that they're serving you that you know is bad for you. Right. Period. Right. And, you know, the, the fastest, I love how y'all have that sort of that foundation, that universal truth. And it's a positive thing, not a negative. See, mine is like a, to avoid that. Y'all's way changes it into the positive spin on it. Like, here's, you know, what to do. And the, and the fastest way to get micronutrient deficient is just to constantly eat food that don't doesn't have any micronutrients in it, which is all the stuff that processed stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just all the, the the stuff that you know you you can eat and eat and eat and eat and wonder why you're you know you can never get full. It's because like you're you're not sating yourself. You're not there's no nutrients in any of your any of the food you're eating. So of course you're going to be hungry. So yeah, one thing that we saw drove down every single group's health was when they started when they stopped eating micronutrient rich food and went to eating naked calories. That was the one right. thing we saw everywhere. Right. You know, we parts of Papua New Guinea where they had never ever seen processed food. They were I mean their bodies were sick. These people were so amazing looking. <laughs> yeah. I mean they were so fit and they were so healthy. And then 3 years later when the Coke factory came in and white bread was introduced, yeah. they had cancer and they were fat. Right. And I mean, it happens that quickly. So, you know, we should be learning a lesson from the people who are still experiencing it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking a little bit about, you know, all the different things, you know, in our modern society. And yeah, I think, you know, most of us can sit down and like rationalize in our head. Oh, yeah, they probably don't have the stress. And yeah, they probably don't have the processed foods. But when you really add them up, there's probably about 100 things or so that literally assault us right. on a daily basis that we've just become used to. We're like, yeah. well, it wouldn't be really that hard to go back to eating like our ancestors. Oh, yes, it would. You believe me. They're <laughs> yeah. From the lights that you mentioned, you know, the lights in your house to the air conditioning to the bed you're sleeping on to the pillow you're the sleeping on to the chemicals in the air. Hot shower. To, the carpet, yeah. to your car to the gasoline fumes. I mean, believe me. You're never going to get away from it. And you know, a lot of times people say, well, it seems unreasonable that we would need to have a micronutrient, you know, some kind of a supplement how, how come I can't be healthy like those people? Well, because you just can't. Because you live in captivity that we've that we've like <laughs> yeah. created around us. I mean, us. I wish yeah. we could say you could, but it just isn't. Re it's not. It's not realistic. No. Right. People start looking at the food that they're taking in and counting that as plus, plus, you know, plus calcium, plus magnesium, plus vitamin D, and they think that they're getting enough, but they're not subtracting. They're not subtracting right. all those horrible things that we come into contact with every day. <laughs> well, what we ought to do, the three of us should should put some topsoil on the moon. <laughs> and figure out a way to go start over on the moon with just like 10 people. You haven't done that yet? Uh, I haven't. I have, I'm saving up. I'm saving up. You totally forgot yeah. to send you the invite, Mark. <laughs> nah, I knew it. My email was down that day or something. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I hate to I hate to cut us short. We're, we're running up on time. But hopefully, I, I had like seven other things I want to talk to you all about. So hopefully this will just lead us to pay, maybe hopefully doing this again sometime in 2014 and, and doing a, a Carlton Part 2 interview. With that, can, can I uh, hold y'all down? That sounds bad. Cool, awesome. So, um, I yeah, I'll have everything we talked about. You know, links in the show notes. And just really appreciate you guys. I know how stinking busy y'all are, and all the things you got going on, and not just like little local stuff. I mean, you guys are like globally like famous and all this. So I'm really honored that you would uh, uh, bless my show by being on it. So thank you so much for all that you do for humans everywhere, and for being on the Simply Human podcast. Well, Mark, listen, it was literally our honor to come on and talk with you. And we, you know, it's, it's, it's absolutely our privilege. And we will come back. Absolutely. If you'll have us again. Oh, we will. Awesome. Oh. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. All right. Thank you, Jason and Mira Carlton. You can find them at CarltonNutrition.com. And it's just an extensive website that I, you can, you can just spend hours going through all the stuff they have and looking at their videos. It's good stuff. Uh, they actually, as of this morning, sent me a, a sample of the nutrients, their multivitamin that we talked about at length, uh, and I am going to start using it. And like they said, if uh, if I don't see any results and don't feel great using it, then I'm not going to use it. But if I do, 
then I might uh, sort of be in a position where I can maybe start selling it to people here in my in my circle here locally, uh, which I may do if I because I really do believe in in the sort of the genesis of a, of a supplement like that, where it's not a, a business investment sort of thing, a, a revenue generator. Initially, it's a my you know, at the time fiance or significant other is sick, and we need to try to figure out a way to make her well. There is my uh, uh, daughter coming in and, and stomping on the ground with her heels that she wears as dress up that's her that's her loophole because we the, the rule is no shoes in the house to strengthen our feet the loophole is playing dress up which is like a non-stop thing in our house yeah so like we're always dressing up because we're trying to wear shoes right, I see. Right. okay so the humans being human segment and we're going to pause for the little uh dtmf noise <laughs> Uh, we're just, it, it's going to go through just, we're going to seamlessly transition. And I think we had a couple of, of good stories. Um, uh, one of them I believe has a lot to do with the, the famous movie dumb and dumber <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. a, and a, and a okay. girlfriend's house. I'd like to have a caveat here and say that like, if you're tired of hearing like <laughs> me and Mark, you can, I like, t- as far as I'm concerned, I can hear funny pants pooping stories poop, you know <laughs> stuff like that i can hear a million of them and it never gets old so if you don't like them please fast forward weird, email us or send us <laughs> yeah. an itunes review but if the review is like that, yeah, like hey you guys are really great on the nutrition and health stuff but uh, you're also really heavy on the pants pooping stuff <laughs> which is like i guess the fifth pillar of the simple human lifestyle is Pooping your pants and tell funny stories. Enjoy about your okay. life. Enjoy your life so much that you poop your pants. Okay, this is and this is like uh, one of my more favorite stories to tell. Like, uh, set the stage. What year is this? Okay, this is. Oh gosh, you had to say that. So I graduated high school in. Okay, so this is probably like nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. Okay, I was like eighteen or nineteen, and I had this girlfriend for like my senior year in high school and the first couple of years in college. We dated quite a while. And, uh, so we, one night and it was her sister's birthday, her little, she had a little sister that was like three years younger than she is. And she was real cool. Well, it was her sister's birthday. So, uh, it was like, I'm trying to remember like all the details, but it was like basically her family. And I think like a couple of her sister's friends were there. And, and the sister, and, hold on. The, your girlfriend's name was Lolly, I believe. And, and let's and, not like uh, and, totally give everything away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to say her sister's name is Soda and their last name was Pop. Oh, <laughs> <Lolly> Pop. <zing. laughs> and oh, and their uncle's name was Joke Everyone's Told a Million Times, probably. <laughs> but like so there's a lot of people here it's the family and then it's like some of the sister's friends and then some of my girlfriend at that time so a couple of her friends so there's like a million people here well we all go out to dinner and i remember very specifically uh because i was like note to self avoid this combination for the the rest of my life yeah i got some kind of like we went to this restaurant that we always went to. I think that doesn't even open. It, it, it's not even open anymore. It's in Plano. Jack Astor's. Tons of people have been there, but I don't think they are in business anymore. So I'm not afraid to throw them under the bus. Because of but this I had, like, incident. A sausage and pepperoni pizza there, and it's not a pizzeria. So yeah, there you go. Step one. Well, we were going to have dinner and then go back to their house and uh, you know do presents and just kind of goof around. Well. We get back to the house and we're doing, you know, the normal thing. Everybody's there, and I start feeling the, the rumbling, <laughs> the rumbling in my tummy. Like what's the, uh, like the first line of like the diarrhea. <laughs> I'm sliding the first, and I'm about to feel something burst. So they live in a really, really, really big house, yes. and so at this and there's point, like nine like, dogs at the house too, right? They had eight giant dogs that like were like Bernard. the size of like, yeah. like there are St. Bernard's, German Shepherds, like huge dogs. But like that has nothing to do with this. But like they live in a really, really giant house. And so I'm actually like, man, thank goodness this is at their house where like I can probably go find a bathroom that's like another wing of the house. And, Seldom used. And, yeah. And so they had like a an extra bedroom upstairs that uh, was basically just like kind of like a guest bedroom, like they're grandma used to live there with him but she, i guess she'd passed on or something so it was basically like a guest bedroom with an attached bathroom that no one ever went into ever they just kept the cat boxes in there so i'm like okay I gotta Wait, there's cats i no thought one... they had eight dogs and there's cats too okay that's that's beside the point they, well, they're animal lovers so what are you gonna do that's their their uh thing they enjoy about life is animals but uh so i go up to this bathroom and i'm like it is 
I, I cannot stress this enough. I'm not hyperbolizing here. It is almost exactly like frame by frame the Jeff Daniels like <laughs> diarrhea scene from Dumb and Dumber. Like I have run to the toilet and I am like I get on it literally just in the nick of time and like I'm holding on to the bowl and my legs are like Thank up goodness there were like the, the handicapped making... rails on either side <laughs> from the grandma <laughs> Funny used. story like uh, in our house that we bought here where we live at now like I guess the people who live here one of them was handicapped and we have one of those rails like on the side next to the toilet like attached to the wall and man that is the most awesome thing especially like the day after like I work out and do legs like it helps me get up off the, off the toilet but so like back to the story like I'm making the same face that he's making. You're like, sweating. I'm, oh, sweating. I'm like shaking. So obviously like I uh, I don't know why now I'm being like sensitive about the details. Like uh, I'm a gentleman. I don't want to say. Like I fill this thing up like all the way and it is Jeez. a no good situation. Well, God, like there are points of my life that feel like they are written directly out of a sitcom. And this probably to me is like the number one example ever, because I don't think this would happen to anyone else but me. I go to flush the toilet and I've been dating this girl for like a year and a half probably at this point. So like I'm, you know, I know her house. I know all this, but like I've, and it didn't occur to me that like, I've never been in this bathroom. I'm not even sure if it like operates correctly, but neither here nor there. There's water in the bowl, so I assume. So I flush the toilet. Well, it's not like the Dumb and Dumber scene where the toilet's broken, period. It's even worse than that. I flush the toilet, and I don't know if it was like, oh, here's a non-gross way to put the, like, the material in there, or like the toilet paper or whatever, but somehow... You know when you like flush the toilet and like, you know how the water's supposed to look like it goes all the way down and then it slowly starts to fill back up. Right. Well, you know, like you're in, you're, you've got problems when like the water goes all the way down and then like it, it doesn't start sits. filling back up again or like it starts filling up like hyper rapidly. <laughs> well, I immediately, I immediately knew we had problems because the water, like it doesn't drain all the way out through like the little hole, the bowl hole or whatever <laughs> you call it. And like, I instantly recognized like, oh crap, we're at DEF CON 1 here. Like this is, I got to do something. Well, I'm not a trained plumber i don't know what to do the only thing i know to do which I, I guess is the right thing is to go to the wall and like shut the valve off shut the water off period and i'm like i and have in no full, in full panic have, mode at this point yeah like yeah. i am scrambling like i <laughs> stress is happening i'm trying to i feel like a navy seal like in battle like i'm trying to focus and channel my stress into like appropriate and quick decision making <laughs> so i i go down and those valves are like impossible to get to because like the like they're on the back yeah you have to put your face the in the toilet to turn them off yes well that's a key detail here well it's starting to like the, my face is basically like right by the bowl and i'm trying to turn this valve and the water is like it's like an indiana jones movie like the water is like slowly coming up to my face did and you like, know it was coming the, out okay the, so the you noticed faster. that but it's like turning so slowly and the water is coming so closer well uh, by the time I get the valve shut off, the water's really close. It's not like touching my face, but it's like a couple of inches. Oh. Well, I don't know what your natural reaction would be if your like face was like a matter of inches from a <laughs> centimeters. Yeah, <laughs> full of like got got the the most foul the the, the yeah, cave woman's armpit filth diarrhea. Yeah. But my reaction was to start vomiting <laughs> <laughs> and hey luckily your face is right by a toilet so that's a good place to vomit right well not if there's like a bowl of like steaming hot like liquid doo-doo right by your face because you're gonna have some oh, splashback oh, issues splash and so i'm factor. like i'm trying to like gently vomit as, as like <laughs> gently as i can like like all daintily like a in like an english princess from like the 17th century like bleh, bleh into the toilet and like it's not splashing i don't think i got any on me but like it's basically like i am now like at the absolute limit of what like the amount of like liquid this bowl can hold <laughs> i've shut the water off in time to avoid the spillover but the vomit is is taking the place of is the water the, the space and so 
it starts to spill over. And so I have to go downstairs. And like I said, like I've been dating this girl for like a year, maybe a year and a half tops. Like if this is my, like, you know, I've known my wife now for like, ah, oh God, I don't know, like 11 years or something like that. Like if something crazy embarrassing happened, I'd be like, hey, no uh, this is a funny story. It's a little different if it's like a girl you've been dating and it's like a year is really not that long. And their so whole like, family Man. is in the house. They're like, yes, their parents are so there. It's so horrifyingly embarrassing. So I've got to go find this girl and be like, hey, listen, uh, time for us to like broach some new, like, like uh, <laughs> clear some new paths. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> yeah. So I have, have to go find her and be like, hey, um, okay, come here. And she's like, we're in the middle of like, opening presents stuff like that's like hey it's kind of an emergency and everyone's like why are you leaving like oh it's no big deal nothing 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 at all nothing at all why is the poop and vomit on your shirt (laughs) yeah i've got to bring her to like another room of the house and be like listen uh this is a horrifying accident but like long story short there's (laughs) diarrhea and vomit all over the floor of like uh the guest bathroom and uh i don't know what to do and i'm going home see you later happy birthday sister (laughs) yeah hey listen uh it's way easier right now for me to break up with you than it is to clean this up. So <laughs> I'm out of here. Like just leave and never come back. But like, uh, I, and you know what? The rest of like, I, I don't even know how we got it like squared away. The rest of it's so traumatizing. Like, uh, that I don't, I'm not, I don't even recall like how we resolved the situation, but you just passed out and you woke up like in your own bed and just thought it was I do a dream. Like the, the men in black, like the little pen with the flashing blue light, like, <laughs> and like forget everything that happened like hey where am i what's happening i don't remember anything about like uh almost diarying all over the floor <laughs> that that reminds me of a story of um a friend of mine i can't i honestly can't remember who told me the story but i've told it so many times that he had a a, 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 a night out his college and you know one of those nights where you have mind altering uh things that you don't maybe remember the next morning and he he dreamed that he like had this horrible he's like at a party and like you know pooped his pants kind of deal and <laughs> Wait, stop 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 and he okay hang on hang on for everyone that's this, listening this is a friend that, that will remain nameless I, I know but like i'm including me here i love how you in this part of the story like it's one of those times in college where you go out and you have a bunch of mind-altering substances, and you're at a huge party and you poop your pants. Like, that's a normal thing for anybody <laughs> except for you. Like, yeah. the pants-pooping king. Yeah. Like, you're the Abe Froman, <laughs> like the sausage king of Chicago. Like, you're the Abe Froman of pants-pooping. Like, okay. like, you can yacht, like you, only you can yada-yada that part yeah, of, like, yeah. you know, you go to the story thing, and, like, you poop your pants. Yeah, it's just a yeah. normal thing to poop in your pants yeah. all the time. So, anyways, that reminds so, me of I have another one that I a new one that I need to tell you about off the air. But oh, um, gross. Okay, so he wakes up. <laughs> he wakes up in his own bed, and he's like, "Oh, thank, thank goodness, that was a dream." That you know, and he's like, you know, it's like noon, and he like looks. He's like kind of waking up, and he like he looks down, and like a he's not wearing pants, and then b there is like poop stained pants <laughs> next to his bed, and then he realizes like it wasn't a dream. <laughs> that happened uh, yeah it's like the scene from godfather where the guy wakes up and the horse's head is in his bed but instead yeah. of the horse's head it's just a huge pile of poop it is bad. okay all right that that'll do it <laughs> you edition. really need to text me and tell me who that was because i want to know okay no, okay I'm very curious, when i first started yeah. telling that story i thought there was a i thought there's a small chance it might have been you and so but okay but it wasn't we confirmed that okay so i think i think i know who it was so <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this edition of the Humans Being Gross Human Story. So please. Well, I think we really need to, like, me and you go around, like, intentionally doing, like, falling downstairs and, like, slipping on banana peels. So, so we'll we have do- funnier <laughs> stories that don't involve, like, bodily pants fluids. Pooping. Right. All right, so now, after that mess, <laughs> pun intended, it is time for the. <laughs> it is time for the Simply Human Tip of the Week. It's something you can start doing right now to be a more healthy human, and there are varying levels of this tip. So at its base level, the tip is do not sit in a chair or any sort of unnatural seating device for a 24-hour period. So like right now, I am sitting at my kitchen table. I failed, okay? So, the, the okay, that's like the, the bottom level. The next level is like, okay, you only... Go. You know, drive. You, you know, of course, obviously in the car, you can't stand up in your car. That would be a very unsafe. Um, so if you so limit it to only driving. 
And I think we hear Jason in the background. He is like, yes, I he, disagree he's with this. He wants tip. to know who the important man I'm talking to oh, is. Right. I'm telling him it's. <laughs> Tell him you were lying to him and he's not important. Um, and then, yeah. and of course, I guess then, like, it, the next varying level would, would be something else where, like, you only sit at work. But that is really, that sort of defeats the purpose. So, you know, maybe it's a Saturday where you don't have to drive anywhere. Maybe you, you live in a, a place where, like, for me on Fridays, I can wear jeans to work and I'll just sometimes ride my bike to work. So, um, so just try, and it's really, it's kind of when you, when you think, okay, this is the day I'm going to do it. You like stand up out of bed and like go into the kitchen instead of like sitting down and eating breakfast or, you know, sit on the floor and eat breakfast or stand up, uh, really sitting on okay, the so floor. Okay. So you're not advocating thing. like never sit down period. Yeah, but yeah. It's just basically like if you sit, sit, sit on, on the floor. floor. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, just, okay. and just try to do that for one day. And, and please, if you do that, <clears throat> Email us, either either one of us, which is simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or simplyhumanrick, R-I-C-K, at gmail.com and, uh, and let us know what your day was like. And we promise you, if you email us, we will read your email on yeah, the Yeah, this air. is not like, did, did I use this joke already? Like the, Not the joke, but like the line where Abel James right. says like, yeah. It's like the same thing. Like, if you email me, I promise you. <laughs> we will pick will one you back. of the 5,000 emails to read on air. No, no, no. If you email us, we will read a, read it on air. So please email us. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to get on, uh, get your voice famous. Yeah, and if you have anything that you want to plug, we will plug that too. If you have a, anything yeah. that you sell or, or your Herbalife or something, we'll, we'll, we'll say that. But, yeah. Okay, so that is the tip of the week. Um so that's it. And coming up next time, we actually, I'm sort of sort of trying to figure out, I've got so many things working on, we can't really even plug what's coming up because I've got a chiropractor buddy of mine that I want to have on. I've got the awesome. author of Super Nutrition for Babies uh, is somebody that I would like to have on, and I'll link to that book in the show notes as well. I need to link there so you know who's, what's coming up that was good podcast radio um and uh <laughs> and then yeah jonathan baylor's coming up uh actually you know what yeah so the, yeah so that that jonathan baylor i think i figured it out that one's going to be on february 14th so the second okay. friday in february i believe is how that's mean you're talking to him next monday right it's a wednesday i believe okay oh, wednesday okay wednesday, that's yeah, right yeah. that's right okay it's on your simply human uh rick Google Calendar, Rick. Uh, so yeah, cal- it's on there. Google Calendar, get out of here with your computer. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel, Simply Human Kids page, everything you need there. Follow me on Twitter at simplyhuman52. We already said the email addresses. Please leave a review, good or bad. Uh, on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Even if it's a one-star, do not listen to this. All they do is talk about pooping their pants. That would at least be something. Um, so that's going to do it for... Uh, for, a, for well, hang on. Hang on. Oh, oh, you, f- okay, farting farting thoughts? Farting pots? Done, yeah, every time we've done this, you're like, hey, Rick, you're f- farting thoughts? And I'm like, oh, crap, I didn't think about it. I thought about it this time. And I didn't ask you. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. What, what, uh, what are your f- farting pots? Uh, spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> I, you stole uh, I stole my parting thoughts from uh, Bob Barker. Spay and <laughs> what, neuter your pets. What did you say last night? Love on each other, man. I like that one. Oh. Yeah, love each other, man. We're all members of the human community. <laughs> all right, so I will uh, I will do the, the out, out, uh, outro one more time. That'll do it for this edition of the Simple Human Podcast. And remember... Pooping their pants. So until next time, enjoy yourself.